Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Arizona, Joey Nocho Prano. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. What part of Arizona are we exactly? North Phoenix. The North land Phoenix. of the rising sun. Is that what they call it? Did I just make that up? I don't know. Maybe. Is that a thing? I know House of the Rising Sun. Probably right. That sounds right. But but, but it's with but with me, you never know. You do never know. How like did you mess it up just slightly? I butchered it. I just put the land of the rising sun into Google, and the first thing that comes up is why is Japan called the land of the rising sun? There you go. I knew Japan. I mean, that's look at their flag, you know? Yeah. So let's just say I completely, yeah. Let's say anything about Arizona right now. It's okay. That's okay, Andy. You tried. I appreciate it. You're trying to connect with those here in Arizona. And as Arizonans, they appreciate you. I mean, it's the Phoenix Suns. We know that. It is the Phoenix Suns. That you do know. You are correct there. There's a lot of sun in Arizona. I know that. There is a lot of sun. Not currently, but there is. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I was somewhat close. Sure. But completely off. Right. Like 100% off. <laughs> yeah. And that is factually correct that I was 100% off. Hey, it's the end of the year. I'm getting all my, I'm getting all the things wrong now. Next year, I'm going to be 100% correct on everything. It's my New Year's resolution. Be 100%. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah. It could be real tough. Especially in I the, better make up. I better make up my difference in the in our pick'em this week. Yeah, since we're going one hundred percent next week on everything, life on everything, de- life decisions, sports, debates, goals to go one hundred percent on everything. I've had a couple of those years. Yeah, yeah. Oh seven, oh seven, twenty sixteen, twenty eighteen. You know, I've had a couple hundred percent years. It would be fun to keep a tracker. So like, like if you had a tracker, you, you, you like they can track your, your calories and they have all those things for fitness, like a, a life tracker about how many times you were right or wrong about something. And I, what the, the year, there was a year, uh, two years in a row where I was coaching baseball uh, at a school in LA. Um, and the first year I was coaching there, my, my assistant coach was the best. He was truly like one of my favorite people ever. And he, he would like basically keep a, he would basically keep a pray no tracker on my coaching decisions. Year one, we figured out I made a terrible starting pitching decision in game one, which to be fair, how was I supposed to know? You know, it's game one. They all told me this kid was the best pitcher. He wasn't. I figured that out in one game. And then I made a terrible, terrible pitching decision in our playoff game 
So the first pitching decision of the season and the last pitching decision of the season. Terrible. So two incorrect moves. The next year, we both agree I went 100% that I made zero incorrect moves. I, that's, why not, I watch, that's why watching baseball managers is so frustrating. I'm not it, surprised. It's not that hard. I'm not surprised that you would say that yourself was 100%. I'm not surprised yeah. at all. And, and, my, and my, my very competent and, and great, honest assistant coach agrees with me. He's like, yeah, I think you did go 100% this year. He's like, it was actually kind of remarkable to watch. He's like, you were in, your, you were in the zone. I don't think I've been 100% on anything in my life or even close. Definitely not with coaching decisions. But hey, that's why you play the game. Yeah. And I didn't even have an analytics team. I went on all gut and emotion and momentum. Yeah. You, know, you know who else did that, Joe? And he is one of the greatest coaches of all time. John Madden. What the goat. Honestly, I, I've, I've seen a lot of we'll disregard like the terrible troll tweets people put out there just to get attention. Bro. I mean, what, what shit bags talk about shit baggery. Um, but the most, most of the response to John Madden's passing was very positive. And I saw one tweet that said, John Madden is pretty much more responsible for the growth of the popularity of football than maybe anybody, any other single person in history. And I would say that's, 100% correct. I was going to say that. Who had more of a profound effect on the game of football? Be One single person. I mean, who else is even in the list? That's what I'm saying. Because obviously coaching. So, so, so let's, just, let's, just, let's just highlight some of the stuff from each facet. Coaching never had a losing season. Never had a losing season in 10 years. Won a Super Bowl, was in the AFC Championship. One, two, three, four. Wow. So he was in the AFC Championship five straight years, won a Super Bowl in one of those years. He was in the AFL Championship before it was the Super Bowl. So he was, he was in another additional AFC Championship in 70. I, I'm just saying, no one has a higher winning percentage than him who coached at least 10 seasons. 750 winning percentage. Boom. Then obviously he becomes a commentator. An amazing commentator. I always loved Madden. But yeah, I do recall there were some people back in the day who didn't like him. No, I always loved him too. And I always loved Summerall with him. I'd say the best duo ever. They're up there. And then his video game was created, I want to say, let's just take a guess. I'm going to say 90, 91. And we all know the effect that that game has had. And, and all you young kids out there, you don't know. Like, I know Madden from being the commentator because he was before my time when he was coaching, before your time. But the video game effect that that's had to help the game of football so again, you have three facets, like you're saying, someone who's had the most profound effect of a single person in the history of football. You have the coaching, the actual on the field, you have in the booth, and you have the video game. Who comes close to that? Name a single person. Well, let's let's try to add somebody. Who's who's on that list? 
Uh, honestly, I can't think of I can't think of a single person. I mean, the the league was already bumping, you know, pre Goodell, um, like like commissioner wise, like who I, I yeah I, I I honestly can't think of a single person. I mean, the popularity of the game. I mean, that was the era too, like the '90s to today is like the explosion. So you know, somebody like you could say, oh, Tom Brady or something like that. It's like, dude, exponentially, the growth of the game grew so much pre Brady to now that you couldn't even, you couldn't even say that. And also let's not forget, he goes right into the booth. So yeah. he coaches the Raiders when they're in Oakland from 69 to 78, he jumps right in the booth in 79 and CBS. And let's not forget. I think this is important to note as well. Fox got the NFL rights in 94, which, as we've discussed, I think, in the past, was such a big coup for Fox to to jet from NBC. Remember? Yeah, because also Fox at the time was like a relatively new network. Five years new. And guess what? He goes to Fox. That's what I'm saying. Like, Like John Madden put Fox football on the map. And his effect really can never be understated that he had on the game. I mean, it's, it's pretty remarkable. I would say he's the football equivalent of Michael Jordan in terms of crossing everything. You know, Michael Jordan had the shoes and the, you know, the, all the advertisements Gatorade and space jam. And obviously his actual effect on the game. John Madden is that for football. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, when you say when if if you say to somebody Madden right now or Jordan, like the the people themselves might not even be the first thing half the people think of. Yeah. And and, and also, let's not forget, like you and I would know this. Just like Jordan, all the commercials that Madden did. Yeah. Remember the Ace Hardware, the tough yeah. acting can. Tough acting, to acting. I mean, also, has, has anybody, you know, we, we've already talked about his effect on football. Has anybody done more for athletes foot? No. No. I mean, that guy, I mean, did, we don't even hear about athletes foot anymore. John Madden essentially ended athletes foot. <laughs> because it was before a time where people were like, this is just, you're just in the pocket of big pharma. Everybody was just like, John Madden says I should use this on my athlete's foot. And we basically eradicated it. Yeah. He, he, John Madden, if did. only and John Madden were in Dr. Fauci's position, we, the whole world would not have be dealing with Omarosa anymore. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some commercials with Shaq. Shaq's trying to, like, you know, get those remaining people who didn't listen to John Madden. He's there to yeah. clean up the mess. But you're right. That's a great. That's, point. that's why. That's why they had to go with Shaq because they're like, we already got every football fan. We now need bat. We now need basketball exclusive fans. Yeah. Use it on your feet. Superman didn't have athlete's foot. John Madden didn't have athlete's foot. Shaquille O'Neal, the great one, he didn't have athlete's foot. Yeah, you just, you really can't understate. I, I actually I really like that comparison. The my he, the Michael Jordan to Madden. Like I don't know so. So one, one of the most important figures, it's ironic, though, because the teams he founded suck. Like, Paul Brown gets a lot of credit. He founded the Bengals. He founded the Browns. 
He was the first to do game film, which they say, obviously, like that revolutionized the game. No one had done game film, which is kind of funny if you think about it, but that doesn't compare. That's, that's like one facet of coaching to revolutionize the game or the coaching schemes that a Bill Walsh would do. No one compares from every angle yeah. to what John Madden did and the all Madden team. And the yeah. Madden, the Madden bus that he didn't fly. Turducken on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Did you watch the Madden special? I have not watched it yet. I know. I haven't watched it yet either. Crazy that it comes out and then four days later or whatever he died. I mean, the Madden curse is undefeated. Madden curse got mad. Yeah. They're like, we're gonna do a thing about Madden. You're dead. <laughs> Life's crazy like that. I feel like those things happen, man. Yeah. All the time. You know? It was just talking about that with Randy Ruther, about how you killed Kobe Bryant. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> the Ruther curse. He didn't say, can Randy Ruther get a who day on stage last night, did he? No, he did not. That would have been all time. Yeah. So RIP to John Madden, Legend. And if you never heard him, probably a lot of you as far as an announcer, I'm sure you've seen some stuff, but you should go back and listen. I was laughing going back, watching some things, like the one where he goes after Troy Aikman for not having facial hair. Yeah. And he's doing the, what do, what do you call that? Where they draw on the... The, the yeah the telestrator the screen which was a new thing too yeah and madden would was awesome with that and I, honestly i i don't know i i'm assuming it's from the madden special because you know clips are popping up everywhere now and i'm assuming a lot of them pulled directly from that special which i have to watch but they were doing one where pat summerall was uh they had a thing where pat summerall would try to pause for as long as he could between murder and she wrote Shut up. And he'd be like, murder. She wrote. And then he did another one for like whatever the movie was. And John Madden said he was laughing so hard he had to like leave the room. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, th there there was a there was a story. Um, here, actually, I just pulled this up. You want me to do it? You want to play the clip? It sounds like this is from the thing. I'll okay. play the murder she wrote. Coming up following football, followed by murder, she wrote. We would have bets on how long it's going to be between murder and she. And it got longer and longer. Then it's murder, she wrote, starring Angela <laughs> Lansbury. So we're doing so a game, fun. and uh, there's a movie uh, following the football. Followed by part one of a CBS Sunday night movie. Gone with the wind, starring Clark Gable and Vivian Lee. All coming. I laughed so hard, I had to take my headset off and go out in the hallway. That's great, man. You could hear Summerall laughing too. You could hear him gone yeah. with the wind. I mean, you know what? You know what's great, dude? They. Sports and obviously we're we're bringing we're coming back to this with Eli and Peyton and their 
pod or not podcast, but the, you know, their weekly cast, the, the Manning cast, their yeah. rabble as we'll call it. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like the, the game, listen to how fun they're having together and it's lighthearted. It's like the game. These, these guys have no personalities for the most part. I hate to say it. Like they might be good or they might be interesting, but there's no fun for yeah. the most part. Like those guys are having fun. Yeah. Which I feel hopefully because of Eli and Peyton, we'll get back to more of that because uh, well, hope, hopefully the best case scenario is somehow they just clone Peyton and Eli and those guys do all the games. Yeah. Here's the clip of him uh, roasting Troy Aikman. Now it's better with the visual, but it's still funny. The audio. And you noticed uh, Pat Troy Aikman's trying to grow a beard and he just can't do it. I mean, you know, the blonde haired guys, a lot of them have trouble, but I can't even I'm looking as close as I can and I can't see any beard. But he's been that's a four day beard. Isn't well, it's, it? it's a passive attempt. No, it's very, very <laughs> passive. Here's Terry Allen. Out to about the 20. There it is. Dude, you know, I love Summerall, too. See, I, mean, yeah. I mean, he got a little in here. And a little up there, here, but he doesn't have anything here at all. Watch, when you take it off, he doesn't have anything going up in there. <laughs> I think i to give him time. He just had his 29th birthday. I know, but I don't think he's doing a very good... I quit. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> you got to give him time. You would never hear that nowadays. No. They'd be like, he's canceled. He was discussing their facial hair. That was mean. Bully. Body shaming. Oh, yeah. that You're right. That'd be the term. Back when it was fun. So rest in peace, John Madden. Legine. And I am actually open to that discussion. I think it would be a good discussion. If anybody wants to call the hotline 310-359-8365 or start a Reddit post, who is someone that you can think of? Player, coach, someone else, commissioner, who's had a bigger overall influence on the sport of football, and particularly the NFL and John Madden. Well, we'll move from someone who's influential in one sport, Joe. I'm going to do a nice little sag here into another sport. He's been going off, but his team sucks. LeBron. So LeBron just turned 37. Yep. Six straight 30-plus point games. And I want to also add extremely efficient, 50% or greater in all six. And it's not just points. The GOAT doing GOAT things. His longest such streak, point streak, I should say, since 2013 when he played for the Heat. But the problem is his team is one and five. Right. Which, six games. you know, uh, you could you could argue that that's uh, that those are related. But I would say that they're related it, as opposed to saying they're related that LeBron's teams don't play well or or. The, the recipe for success isn't LeBron James scoring a ton of points. I would say if you look at his career, obviously right now isn't he's not at his physical peak. So I would argue he could do this anytime he wants. And the, the correlation is that he has to do this because of just how bad they are. Like he's just being like, I guess this is the only shot we have me scoring a bunch of points like me dominating games who is arguing that this scoring output and this overall efficiency because it's not just scoring he's shooting at a high percentage he is also 
getting tons of assists, rebounds. Who's arguing this is hurting the team? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Oh, I, I, I mean, I'm first of all, I'm sure there are people out there that are that you know LeBron haters that are saying, okay, and what's their record? Sure, you know, empty stats, whatever. Um, and I would, I would just say, listen, LeBron James, in my opinion, undoubtedly the goat. Um, could have done this at any point. And the only reason he's doing it now is because he thinks he gives them the best chance for winning, considering the, the talent deficiency that they have. And I think he's right. Yeah. Well, he's on pace in case anybody is following this. Where he's at versus where Kareem was at. He's ahead of Kareem. As far as the all-time points scored. And I think it's obvious that he wants that. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. To officially cement his legacy. I, I, I think no doubt about it. I think that's been, been part of the plan for a while. I don't think he's going anywhere, at least until that happens. And uh, he should be what? Where is he right now? Is he three? Yeah, he's, he's three. But he he's passes going... Malone at some point, like relatively soon, right? Yes. Toward the end of this year, maybe? Yes. He'll pass Malone. Let me pull it up. He should pass Malone sometime this year. LeBron is currently. Is this up to date? Because this would put him. By the way, I went back for some reason. It came up in my like YouTube history and I watched that dirty sports quickie that we did when he passed Jordan and still one of the great pieces of dirty sports content ever. Just dick slapping. LeBron trolls. So he's about 900 and back of Carl Malone. So he's more than I thought. But he's also, he's already That's, 20, he's already yeah. 2,500 ahead of Kobe. who's number four. Right. He, you know, he's almost 4,000 ahead of Michael Jordan now at this point. Michael Jordan is in the rear view. Yeah. So he should pass Carl Malone either this year or next year. And then that's the thing. Kareem is still, you know, they're about 2,300 points away. Yeah. He'll get there. No get doubt about it, that. in my opinion. Obviously, I hope this table's real wood. Knock on wood that nothing devastating happens. But I mean, he's obviously breaking down. Like, you know, Father Time's undefeated. It's starting to catch up with him. Um, The last few years, he's missed a lot of games. But even if he, even if he gets a, God, if he gets like a, almost a full year, you know, I mean, hell, just do the math. Let's say he plays 70 games and averages 20 points a game. Yeah. 1,400 points right there. Yep. So he's, he's never averaged. Here's a fun fact. He's never averaged less than 25 points a game in his entire career. He's the he's greatest player ever. So they just, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's, it's like at this point, we discuss this. It's Anthony Davis. He's the one who's hurting that team. He's the one who they really need on the floor and can't be injured. But he just, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't think he's ever, he's not, a, he's not achieving what I would call his full potential, which, Absolutely. And, and if you look at it, I mean, the best he played was the, was the championship run, the best he played for the Lakers. And that was the whole point, right? Get a guy who 
takes over, he, you know, takes, takes, takes the brunt of the work from LeBron. LeBron can just facilitate a big man, facilitate the offense, whatever. Now LeBron's having to do all the scoring. That's where, that's why it's a one in five while he's scoring a bunch of points record. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're just discussing a ton of goats, Madden, LeBron. That's another segue. I'll just keep doing these segues to Segway. the alcohol talk, the alcohol goat Miller light, bro. You have no idea. The dirt balls came out strong last night, Andy. Buckets of Miller Light were flowing here in Arizona. House of the Rising Light, as we call it. I mean, just buckets upon buckets. I was like, are there dirt balls in the crowd? I didn't know. I saw a couple guys on the way in. Um, but I was like, how many are really here? And then the bartender, I was sitting at the bar at the comedy club. The bartender went under the uh into the cooler of the bar and started pulling out sixers of miller light and i was like what is happening she's like i'm putting together buckets of miller light somebody just ordered buckets i was like oh there are some dirt balls in the house oh yeah nothing better than a nice refreshing cold miller light in the middle of a comedy club watching joey no chill prano tell some had one jokes. on stage yeah i had one on stage and i had about well, I had a few after. Well, here, here, here's what I love about Miller Lite. And I don't think we talk about this enough. It's it's just made from simple ingredients, Joe. It's it's a really simple formula. And it's for people who just love the taste of beer, right? It's that got that clean finish, always refreshing. So easy to drink, right? Like, tell me, tell me about the first time that you drank a Miller Lite. Did you not just say to yourself, it's so easy to go down? I mean, honestly... I, I can almost guarantee that John Madden was calling a football game and somebody handed me a cold Miller light. And I said, Oh, this is some goat stuff right here. Yeah. Exactly. Does it get better than this? No, it hit my palate and my brain said, boom. Miller light. Great taste. 96 calories. Go to MillerLite.com forward slash Dirty Sports to find delivery options near you, or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. It wouldn't be New Year's Eve without the college football playoff. Right. Although they went away from that for a few years, which I liked. I don't like it on New Year's Eve, Joe. I don't. Why? You know why? Because this second game starts at 730, which means it'll start at eight. And college games are actually longer than NFL games. It's going to bleed into midnight. That's why. This Michigan-Georgia game will bleed into midnight. That's why I don't like it. Well, you should do what I do and ignore everything that happens in college football. Well, you know, I mostly did, but uh, I'm in Cincinnati. The Cincinnati yeah. Bearcats yeah. are playing. Potential. I will be- you have you have potential to cut your Jersey Mike's deficit in half with this spread. I'm not feeling good right now. I don't know why. I was feeling good up until right before the show. The spread has stayed the same, basically. It was 13 and a half when we made it. It's 14 right now. So can Cincinnati cover this spread you say no i say i yeah. say no i say no they're gonna do their best the spreads down there 
They're going to try to put some cheese on it. They're going to try to put some onions on it. They're going to try to put some beans on it. You know, they're going to do all the things, but can they cover it completely? Or will there be just some of that spread pasta showing? Well, I think they have to, you know, a lot of games can change and momentum is real as you and I are just going to keep saying, I know people don't think momentum is real who like analytics, but I think momentum is going to be so key in this game for the start. Right. Like sometimes I think te- like the better teams can usually come back. I think it's more important for Cincinnati to get be, out early and stay. Yeah. In, and stay in that game, like stay up. Get, yeah, either but, get out early and 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 hold keep it, it close or, in the first quarter. Yeah, or and, and and honestly, just like you're gonna have to be able to match scores because at some point, I feel like Bama. That's the thing is like I know you know I'm a I'm like a half a Notre Dame fan, and through the years, everybody's like, look, they don't fucking belong. It's like let's go through the history of the college playoff at this point. There's a lot of fucking blowouts. It's like a lot of blowouts. W- w- what ends up happening is you get these great teams. Alabama's of the world um, and and they just keep getting better as the season goes along yeah. and and you get you know you have a, essentially a month off so you're at full strength and I think I think it's going to be you know Alabama's a, a tough game right you know in, in January and they got the best quarterback in college football and it's not even yeah. you know like like yeah. a pro type yeah I didn't watch a lot of Alabama football this year, but I watched some of that SEC championship game. I was blown away by how, how well he looked, how oh, yeah. he played and how good he looked. And, and he's the Heisman winner, obviously. His style, his style of play. You know, you know, Bryce Young's the real deal. So I think that's what it's going to boil down to. Can Cincinnati, and Cincinnati has a good defense, but like, can they match points-wise? And the second game also has a big spread. Georgia is seven and a half point favorites. So it seems like Vegas is saying, we know what happened in the SEC championship. We think Georgia will regroup. I don't, I don't know. Again, I didn't watch much either. I watched, I watched Michigan a few times this year. Didn't watch too much of Georgia. I can't for sure tell you that I saw a single live play of Michigan football this year. (laughs) I really, I really, I feel like I've, I've, hey, I've fun. done, I've done good work with my, hey, hey, it's turning look, on college football. Look, it's, it's, you only have so much time, right? I always say I just can't give away Saturdays and Sundays. It's, it's kind of like how I treat uh, the news. I don't really watch it anymore. Not that I did before, but like I don't watch it because I don't want to invest my time in it. Yeah. And like you said, I only have so much time in the day. Now again, good background noise, right? It's 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 New Year's Eve. You obviously will be performing tonight. How was last night? Was it good? It was it was great. Yeah, shout out to all the dirt balls that came out. Um, I I think I'll probably see a few more of you guys this weekend. Uh, our our whole spring training crew was there. Oh yeah. Um, was crazy. I Sam Bradford there. Crazy. I Sam Bradford was not there. He had a ticket. He messaged me and, uh, he said the booster kicked my butt. I'm hoping I'll make it later in the weekend, but the rest of the crew was there. And it was funny. The guys were like, you know, me." I was like, of course I know you. You're the only nationals fan in the world. Like I, I was saying, I, 
I have ways of remembering most dirt balls I meet. I'm like, where's crazy eyes Sam Bradford? Where's the world's only nationals fan? Where's my boy Tyler? You know, they were all there. A couple of them brought their their lovely girlfriends, which was nice. Those guys get turned. Were they Those still getting get turned? Turn? Yeah. Buckets of Miller Lite, dog. We did buckets. It was great. We had, we had a lot of fun. I mean, last time we met them, they were getting you and Lazarus turned. And then Crazy Eyes Sam Bradford again shook my hand and slid a edible in the handshake. Yeah. Which, by the way, is a very questionable move to somebody you've never met. Like you're slipping me a controlled substance. I have no clue what's in it. Did I eat it? Yes. Yeah. He, he, crazy as Sam Bradford, as crazy as his eyes are, he, he's, he's a trustworthy dude. Yeah. You're like, I don't think Sam Brad, Bradford looks trustworthy, and I don't think people with crazy eyes seem trustworthy. But put them together, remarkably <laughs> trustworthy. That was an infamous night, if you recall. That's the night that Laz flooded our Airbnb in Scottsdale. Allegedly. <laughs> also, that fight broke out outside. Remember, we stayed at a late night pizza joint. Yep. And that weird fight broke out. Yeah. Good times. And we also may have figured out that uh, going back to deep West Virginia lineage, our boy Tyler McCoy and Randy Ruther may be related. They may be cousins. Blinking guy beam right now. I know. What? Tell me about it. Tell me about it. So you're telling me Randy Ruther and a dirtball could be related? Yeah. Well, it's West Virginia. They might be father, son, brother, yeah. you know. Because Tyler, like, Tyler was like, my last name's McCoy. And, uh, and Randy was like, I am also from the McCoys. And Shut up. And Tyler was like, I go all the way back to the McCoys of Hatfields and McCoys in West Virginia. And Randy was like, so do I. And then they were standing next to each other. And we were like, you guys do have very similar facial structures. Was Randy Ruther like, can Randy Ruther get a McCoy? Yeah. And Tyler was, was like, like can West Virginia get a who day? He is turned up for some Cincinnati Bengals versus Kansas City Chiefs football this weekend. I mean, he is turned up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's jump into the picks then. Let's do it. Let's do it. I have met. I got serious this week. I have my picks on a put them on a paper towel with a Sharpie. Oh, wow. I have, a stra- I have a strategy this week. You are serious. I have a strategy this week. I'm sticking to my strategy. My strategy is essentially I was like, I'm picking every single game and I'm not going to move on it except for two games. I have that. I'm just going to fade Ruther. Okay. If I can, I'm not going to fade you. If I'm, if you're going first on the pick, or if I'm going first on the pick, I'm not going to reverse it. I'm not going to go into Andy Ruther ball control mode. I did it once. I, I did it on one game I, last week. I, I will it do it. Year. I will do it as, as best I can. And then there's also one other game that I'm kind of like, mm, I'm not so sure how I feel about it. Uh, but otherwise, besides those three games, I have a strategy. And I'm like, this is my strategy. And I'm sticking to it. Real quick, you before we get into it. Mata posted. Look at Mata doing the deep dives for us. We are both. This is heading into this week. This is interesting. We're both. Uh, that was after last week. We're seven out of fifteen when picking the Bengals games. 
So I've only picked the Bengals three times. You accused me last week, which was disrespectful, of always picking the Bengals. I've only picked them three times out of 15 weeks. But guess what, baby? We want to start there. We're going to jump ahead. Sure, let's go. I like I'm it. picking them again this week. You're taking the Bengals. I'm picking the Bengals. This is good for me. I'm taking Kansas City. I'm taking this is this actually works out perfectly for me. I would have loved to fade you on this one. Uh, and if you go Bengals and then I go Bengals, then the Bengals let us both down and I make up no ground this way. I don't have to pick the Bengals, but that means also the Bengals could play well because I'm not picking them. Uh, I kind of wanted to pick the Bengals because I'm going to be watching the game with Randy Ruther and wanted to, you know, cheer along with him. Unfortunately, Randy. Now, uh, can you get a who day? No, you cannot. You can get a, oh, I'm going to stand next to you and root for the Chiefs. I need it. I was talking last night to the dirt balls about my crippling fear of Ikea. Truly one of the few places on earth. One of the few things on earth that gives me anxiety. Um, I just do not, I fucking, I, I was getting, I was getting really fucking freaked out last night when they started talking about, it. they were like, so how many points are you down and what do you have to do? And I was like, I'm getting kind of nauseous thinking about being in an Ikea. So we need to come back. I think this is going to be a good game. What's so, the so spread, by the way, we didn't even yeah, talk about it. That's why I'm shocked. So it's currently four and a half. Yeah. It opened I think it's going to be a good game. It opened to four and a half, jumped to five and a half midweek. Is now is back down now to four and a half. I think it's going to be a good game too. Four and a half is a lot of the Bengals are at home. I agree. I agree. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a good game. But I had a stra- I have a strategy. And I'm sticking to it. I think the Chiefs win. I definitely think the Bengals cover. Wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals won. I, I just think the Bengals can put up points. The Chiefs can put up points. This is the litmus test for the Bengals. Absolutely. Because this is this is the this is the week 17 game in the Giants Patriots undefeated season. It's like you don't have to win this game, but you need to show that you can play with this caliber of team, because if you can play with this caliber of a team, then you can play with anybody. And that's what the Giants showed in that final game. And then they go into the playoffs. They roll through and then they get another shot at them. And this is what this is essentially what the Bengals got to show. You're at home. You need to play with this team. This needs to be a field goal game at the end. And then you can potentially get another shot at them in the playoffs. Yeah. So, look, I again, I, I think they'll play them close. It's amazing, though, your your mindset here. You believe that the Bengals are capable of playing the Kansas City Chiefs to like a field goal game, but you are all you also believe that the Bengals are incapable of winning a playoff game against anyone. Correct. <laughs> playoffs as seems you know, like a seems like a posing views. It's really not. Playoffs are a different animal. We all know this. A completely different. But, animal. I, w- but I would say this is a playoff level game. This is this is this is probably the biggest game in Cincinnati Bengals history since the playoff game against the Steelers. Correct. I, I, I just dude, come playoffs. I'm actually licking my chops at the thought of Zach Taylor going against Belichick or, or even a Frank Reich or a Sean McDermott. Like the thought of this, this 
incompetent buffoon who has zero. I, I, I don't know. I, I we're just gonna continue to disagree on this. He what what is it? He's a terror. They are winning in spite of Zach Taylor because they have such a great young quarterback and a great young talented offense. And to be honest, defense I mean, listen, well. there's great young quarterbacks that come in the league all the time, and and some of them don't pan out. Joe Burrow's panning out quick. Joe Burrow threw for the third most yards in NFL history last week against a division rival with a historically solid defense. You and 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 their coach. He, he probably likes Zach Taylor a lot. No, he probably doesn't because when they need to just unleash Burrow, which they did last week, look how he performs. They, they didn't unleash him in overtime against the Niners when they lose. They didn't unleash him enough against the Chargers, those two games I go to. I'm just saying he has no right being in the NFL. That's why I come playoffs and then we'll move on because people are probably sick of me saying this. I think he's a terrible coach. He has no right being a professional football coach. It's the equivalent of me starting my own interior design business. I'd have no right doing that. That being said, you're taking the Bengals and I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> okay. Here we are. Next up, we have the Raiders traveling to Indy. The Colts are seven point favorites. Now, Carson Wentz is on the COVID list. We will know tomorrow, Saturday, if he's off the COVID list. So, this is a seven point spread, which is assuming that. Carson Wentz plays. I yes. I and would. now this could this could obviously drop if he's out. And Sam Ellinger would be right quarterback. But but you know sticking with what we've done historically throughout this COVID season and last COVID season, we're making our picks. This is the line. Whatever happens, happens. We just have to live with it. Correct. Yes, sir. Okay. So am I you, first? You are now. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm going to let you make your pick and then I will make my justification because I'm not trying to swing you. Well, you're not going to swing me because I do got to play a little defensive football here now on my own. Oh, okay. So the reason I'm doing that, I, dude, if Sam, this is a different, I know they run the ball so much with Jonathan Taylor. The largest percentage of any team's offense is Jonathan Taylor in the league. One, this one player, but Sam Ellinger's never played a game, and there is a good chance that he's going to start. I can't take seven with that risk. The, the COVID wild card is too much for me. I have to take the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders plus seven, even if Wentz plays. I'm going John Madden revenge game, revenge against God. Revenge against God for taking John Madden from us. And who better to attack if you're trying to get revenge on God than Carson Wentz? God seems to be attacking all of the unvaccinated Jesus freaks right now. But well, you have this is a Jesus freak battle, a quarterback. If it's yeah. Wentz, you got Wentz, yeah. Jesus freak, Derek Carr, Jesus freak. Yep. I'm going John Madden revenge game against one of Jesus's flock in Carson Wentz and or Sam Ellinger and or whoever. I, you know, a lot of people, I, I agree with the sentiment that a lot of people are saying 
you don't want to play this Colts team in the playoffs. I agree with that. That would be a scary team to play. I think they have the ability to beat anybody on any given Sunday, but I think I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't like this Colts team making a run. Well, if they make a run, Wentz will have to make some plays. Yeah. Come playoff time. As we know. I just don't see Wentz doing it weeks and weeks and weeks in a row against playoff quality defenses. Yeah. They got a lot of people on the COVID list too, by the way, the Colts. And actually, so do the Raiders. They've been hit. Both teams. I'm All right. I'm going to start marking my thing because every week I have to wait for Mata to update me. I've got to make my, my markings on this as we go. All right. Next up, yeah, Giants travel to Chicago where the Bears are five and a half point favorites. I'm up first. I will ask you who's playing quarterback. If you can believe it, <laughs> Joe Judge in some sort of evaluation of two of the worst quarterbacks of all time, I believe we'll be giving both quarterbacks playing time. Now, I'm not shitting on Jake Fromm because he was a Buffalo practice squad player. He came over to the Giants, you know, barely time to learn anything. They had to go to the reduced playlist, blah, blah, blah. He still looked horrible. But listen, playing quarterback in the NFL is hard, especially on a couple of weeks fucking notice. The idea, I, I have been of the opinion that you don't fire Joe Judge simply because you can't fucking hire a new coach every two years. You just can't. At some point, it's like, fuck it. Be bad again. But but like, stand for something. The fact that he put Mike Lennon in the game last week and the fact that he is going actively planning on playing Mike Lennon this week, uh, I believe now that Joe judge should be fired for that incompetency alone. So last week, Nick Foles started for the bears and he actually played, played all right. But this week it looks like fields and Dalton might be back. We don't know who's starting. That doesn't help me. This is a terrible line. I'll be honest. I just hate this game. Five and a half seems really big. Although the Giants can't score any points whatsoever. Yes. God, I hate to do this. My gut is telling me Giants, though. I don't know why. My gut is telling me Giants. Do I trust my gut here or do I completely ignore it and go with the Bears? Yep, I'm ignoring it. I'm going to go with the Bears. Okay, good. I'm going with the Giants. I hate it. My gut's telling me to go with the Bears. Um, but like I said, I have a strategy this week. And I'm sticking to my strategy. I'm not going to tell you what my strategy is as there's one more week to go after this. And I'm going to hopefully, if my strategy works this week, run it back. Um, but I'm going to go with the New York Giants, even though my gut tells me they can't score fucking points. The Bears actually looked okay last week. Uh, maybe the Bears are figuring something out. So it seems like we're both going against our guts. And uh, it works out in my favor for a guy who needs to pick up some points. I am going to take the Giants. And just, FYI, my strategy for those of you listening out there uh, doesn't have anything to do with trying to catch Andy Ruther. I have a this is a gambling strategy for this week, and I feel really good about it, guys. So if you're if you're thinking of a week to back Prano, this might be it. Two out of three different picks already. All right, 
Bucks travel to New York. Jets are 13 point underdogs at home. Big spread here. Next Big spread. Um, I think the Bucks win this game, and I think the Bucks win this game big, and I think the Bucks don't cover the spread. Backdoor, Jets cover. I'm going with the Jets. I think the Bucks play really well, look great, put it on cruise control. They don't have anything to prove. They're Super Bowl champs. They don't have anything to prove in blowing teams out, although Tom Brady's a psycho, so he'll probably... He probably is desperately wanting to blow out the Jets, um, but I'm going to take the Jets to cover. Well, we're finally on the same wavelength here. I, I looked at this. It's just such a big spread, man. And, and, and Tampa's in too many games. And, and this is not the fact that it's a road game. Brady has struggled in the past with the Jets. I know he was on a different team, different situation. With that being said, I'm going to also take the jets to cover all right next up your other massive oh, we have a few massive spreads this week this is another massive one. Oh, of course of course it's the falcons the falcons at the bills the bills are 14 and a half point favorites i hate to do it but i'm doing it too big for me because it's two touchdowns i think the bills will win by two touchdowns but not by 14 and a half i'm taking the falcons to cover I am also taking the Falcons to cover this game. I, you know, you know, I hate it because I don't want to do it, but this sticks with my strategy. And uh, I actually really like this. I know I shouldn't even say this because like the Falcons have fucked me so many times in my life. Um, but you're upset. You've been upset here. No, no, absolutely oh. not. But, oh, okay. I, but I, but I really like, I really like the Falcons with this line. All right. I just I just think that I mean Buffalo, it seems like Buffalo isn't really consistent in like putting teams down that they should. They're so not. It almost seems like Buffalo plays down to their competition a little bit. Yeah, they're not. And then they get up for the good teams. Okay. The Eagles travel to Washington. Shit. Shit. You're, why? Nothing. This is just okay. Go ahead. Eagles are four and a half point favorites. Motherfucker. All right. This was this this was uh an outlier. This was my third and potential. This wasn't my auto fade Ruther, but this had this had Ruther fade potential. Um, if you were picking first, since I'm picking first, I'm gonna go back to my strategy and I'm going to say that. Well, I'll say this. I Washington's been real fucking bad lately. Real bad. And uh, they keep fucking me. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, I don't think Philly is good. Um, I, I, like, I just refuse to believe it. I cannot believe that there's Nick Sirianni coach of the year talk. I can't believe there's Jalen Hurts quarterback of the future talk, but I'm here for it. I love it. Give him coach of the year. Give Jalen Hurts the contract. Uh, I'm going to take Washington to cover. Well, as much as they fucked me, I, I was saying all along, I, I think uh, I think they do cover as well. Jesus, fuck. And by the way, all these picks so far I've gone with is what I was going to pick. I'm not trying to do anything different or stay the same with you. I'm going with my gut on this one. 
And I think okay. Washington covers. So, same pick for next. the next pick we'll do. You'll go first. I, all week long, I already knew who I was going to pick in this one. I'm not going to change my mind regardless. That's Jags 16 and a half point underdogs at the Patriots. I'm going to take Jacksonville. Me too. 16, I mean, 16 and a half is too big. What are we doing here with this I mean, spread 16 to 16 and a half. Come on. Uh, the Patriots, have the Patriots scored 25 points in a couple games this year? Like they've lost back to back games too. All right. So we're on the same page there. Okay. The Dolphins. Winners of seven in a row. A lot of bad teams, though. Travel to Tennessee, where the Titans are three and a half point favorites. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. Dolphins cover. Great. This is good for me. I want this is the auto fade Ruther. I'm glad I got the opportunity to do it. Uh, this is there. This and one other game, which I won't tell you, are games where I'm just like, listen, I have to make up points. I'm doing the reverse of whatever Andy does, no matter what. If I have that opportunity, um, but at the same time, if I had, if I was forced to pick this game on my own, I would have taken the Titans. I don't love three and a half. I love two and a half. I love three. Um, I don't love three and a half. But that being said, uh, if I, if you put a gun to my head, I would have picked the Titans in this game. And thankfully, you took the Dolphins. So let's fucking go. All right. Yeah, that extra half point I like. Rams travel to Baltimore. This spread has moved again. Keeps moving in Rams' favor. Rams are five-and-a-half-point favorites now. Quick update. Lamar Jackson practiced and then it stopped mid-practice yesterday. Okay. He's most likely out again. Um, so this would be the third game in a row that he's out. It yeah. looks like... Huntley is back off the COVID list and he will play. Let me see if there's any other major guys on the COVID list. Looks like the Rams are getting pretty healthy as far as COVID list. The Ravens still without a lot of guys. I don't know if they're coming back from the COVID list. It's five and a half now. Honestly, it doesn't matter which way this line moves for me. I'm taking the Rams, taking yeah. the Rams to win this game, to cover. Rams, I feel like, getting their groove. I like this. And, and Baltimore's just struggled. And I, and I think that these teams are trending in opposite directions. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Even though the, even though the line has moved, I, I just I like the Rams. I like the way they're playing. Baltimore's now. a mess. Now, now Baltimore is still like, – they're, they're still there. Yeah, to possibly win that division. If the Bengals lose and they win, they'd have the same record. Now, they lost both games. So the Bengals would still get it, but the Bengals have a final game in Cleveland. So Baltimore's right there, but I think I think it's falling off. And I think, you know, I feel like we're not we're not hearing too much. Like, it's caught up. I, I'm going to keep saying it, and people are like, oh, you're a hater. You're Lamar Jackson. I'm not a Lamar Jackson hater. This is now the third game in a row he hasn't played because of an injury. As a yeah. as a very you know, I mean, I, don't, I just don't even think that it's it, it would be stupid for somebody to accuse you of being a hater. I mean, I've been saying this since day one of of him coming to the league that this is not you know, and and I said it about Cam, and I said it about other guys. It's like this is just straight up like you, the NFL is too fast. The guys hit too hard. You're 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 gonna get hurt. Now uh, I want to propose something. Because basically Odell scores every week. 
He does not um, score every week. He basically scores every week. Now you last week were critical saying, okay, but he just scores. Like he's not even catching a ton of, of passes. He's not getting any yards. I'm not blah, betting blah, blah, anything blah, blah, blah. against this. What, what after dude, after what I, I'll stop you right there. After what Burrow did to this high school secondary last week, I'm not betting anything. I was going to say Odell straight up $25 Jersey Mike's gift card. Odell over 65 yards. Fuck no. Over 70 yards. No. The Bengals had three guys catch a hundred yards last week. Three. I'm 75 is my absolute final offer. Actually, I'm not even making, I'm going 74 is my absolute final offer. Odell over 74 no, yards. No, no, I don't okay. trust it. You Joe, love what? Odell. I, you I, love Odell. I don't love Odell. I, dude, I don't love a practice squad secondary. Did you watch in those highlights last week? The Bengals guys were catching the ball and literally just running. Yeah. No I way. Know. No way. Okay. Stafford, Stafford might throw 400 yards. And if he does that, Odell, Odell's getting 100 yards at least and, and at least a touch. No way I'm touching that. See, there are times where I won't let my pride get in the way. Like, that's, that's, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. As I, as, as I say with my nephews, no way, Jose. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. Okay. Broncos Chargers. Whoa, whoa. Well, this is locked? What does that mean? It's locked on FanDuel. Uh, I believe there is reports of Denver COVID coming. I think they're probably waiting to see who or who is or isn't COVID. Well, let's go to somewhere else then. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, the ESPN line that I looked at it on, I mean, ESPN lines are not great, but they're in the ballpark. Um, had that at a six-and-a-half point Chargers favorites. But there's, yeah. Where did it open at? I don't know. Six and a half. I think we should set our own line for this game. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, you cocksucker. Just give me the fucking lines. There we go. This is the one we want. I mean, five and a half to six and a half, I'd say we call it a six-point game. Okay, that's fine. We're going to call it six. Chargers, six-point favorites at home. Is it me or you? It's me. Um, the yeah, just with the Rams. I just don't trust this Chargers team, man. And six is too much. I just can't do that. I'm taking Broncos. Let's fucking go! I am a fucking Andy Ruther Chargers season ticket holding Rams stand this weekend. Justin Herbert, long crossing patterns. COVID, fuck the Broncos. I, like, I didn't know which way to go on this, but I picked the Chargers. Watch the spread's gonna go like the spread's gonna go like 10. With my strategy, I picked the Chargers. You picked the Broncos. Now I'm fucking stoked about it. We need uh, listen. 
I just, I agree with you, especially at home. This Chargers team isn't consistent enough, but I also feel like they. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, it just, on, it just unlocked. You want to do this one? Sorry. It just unlocked. In real time. Seven and a half now. That's a big spread, dude. Or that's a big, a point and a half is a big change. Is that what we're doing? Is that we're, we're, we're going seven and a half. I don't know. I'm asking you. It literally just did this in real time on FanDuel. I mean, okay. So we did listen. We had, I, I don't think it's, I, to be honest, I don't think it's fair to say, oh, we're locked in at six when it changes. Okay. Spread. So we had a five and a half point line. We had a six and a half point line. Now we have a seven and a half point line. We said five, it was, it was five and a half. It's six and a half. Then we settled on six. Now we have five and a half, six and a half, seven and a half. Do we settle on six and a half? Even though it's a seven and a half in front of our eyes. Dude, you're, you're trying to keep me to six. I'm not staying with six. I'm saying six and a half. It's not, the spread is seven and a half. You're not going to bully. The spread is seven and a half. Do you still take the chargers? Um, that, well, that's what I'm fucking weighing right now. I will still take them at seven. Joe, the spread is seven and a half. And it's only going to go higher. Well, we don't know that. Refresh it right now. Okay. I'm re- <laughs> it's been refreshed. It's seven and a half. Fine. I'll take the chargers. Uh, okay. I'm taking the Broncos still. Fuck. I would have loved a point in there, but it's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Texans come to San Fran. Jimmy G battling some injuries. got a hurt thumb which he played through that Tennessee game when he obviously played pretty poorly after the injury. Niners are 12 and a half point favorites. It's a big spread, man. It's a big spread with an injured QB. Yeah. I don't love it. I don't love it. But I'm going to take San Francisco. I'm going to take San Francisco for a variety of reasons. One, uh, I think it's a zigzag game from the Texans who had their Super Bowl last week. Mm-hmm. But also, it's it's so high that it's, it makes me think, what am I missing? <laughs> I agree about the zigzag. That was their, I totally agree with everything. That was their Super Bowl. They were at home. They're feeling good. I, I heard just, somebody say, that this Texas team, Texans team is actually really good and they just need a quarterback. And I was like, you need to kill yourself. You know, I, I, I don't know enough about that. The truth to speak on that. I, I think they're not as bad as we think. I mean, they're not as bad as some of these teams, but I think they get smoked this week. The next spread to me is, is pretty I don't hard. hate us both having that same pick. So I would have fucking would have hurt to lose because San Francisco with a hurt quarterback can't cover 12 and a half, but yeah, I gotta take them where I can get him here. I feel like we're in the same pick in the next one. I'm up first. Cardinals are now six point dogs traveling to the Cowboys. Cardinals have been playing poorly, but this is just too big of a spread for me. I just, I don't like it at all. And everyone's high on the Cowboys. Now I think the Cardinals definitely cover this spread. I'm with you on Arizona. I just, I agree. The Cardinals haven't been playing well and the Cowboys have been playing well. Everything about this says Cowboys cover, but also 
you know, it's inside. It's, you know, uh, a potentially high scoring game, or I should say kind of a loose defensive game, um, you know, high octane offenses, at least from a playmaker standpoint. Yeah. Even if the Cowboys win, I could see a backdoor cover. So I'm, I'm on Arizona as well. No way. Did she just pass away? No. Who? No way. Betty White? No. At 99? Right before the new year? Betty White was like, I ain't trying to fucks with 2022. She literally tweeted out three days ago, my 100th birthday. I can't believe is coming up. People Magazine is celebrating me, the new issue. No. People, People Magazine curse. Dude, they have her on the cover. Betty White turns 100. Oh, my God. When does she turn 100? Well, she doesn't, but. January 17th. Wow. Is this true? I don't fucking know. You're the I didn't. I'm sitting here picking football games. You're coming at me with fucking Betty White. TMZ is reporting it. I mean, I assume that's pretty accurate. I mean, the Golden Girls was like 35 years ago. Dude. <laughs> she was already old. I know, but. I know. I'm just saying it's amazing. TMZ claims she passed away at her home Friday morning. She got her start in the 40s in radio. Betty White dead at 99. 16 minutes ago. Page six. Daily Mail. No real, uh, no real news sources so far confirming. Just the big three of disaster news: TMZ, Page Six, and Daily Mail. So I, I she just, could be healthier than ever. But I, I can't believe that was her last tweet, and I can't believe literally people have her on the cover. Why would you do that? Why would you put her on the cover? Betty White turns 100. Betty White, 100th birthday celebration planned in McAllister. Fuck is that? McAllister, Oklahoma. Man. Well. 2021, man. Unbelievable. Well. Life is short, so make sure you get all your picks right. Life is short. Unless you're Betty White, then you get to almost 100. Yeah. I literally just tweeted before the show. It's been a long December. There's absolutely no fucking reason to believe. Maybe this year will be better than the last. I mean, 2022. I don't want it. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Uh, listen. Not to be morbid. But if you had to set your own chances, you need it between 0% and 100%. What would you say your chances of making it to 2022 are? I'm not putting myself any higher than like 70%. Dude, I'm not. There's a 30% chance something goes wrong in the next 12 hours. I'm not even answering that shit. Dude, I'm not even answering that. That'll fuck with my head. 
<laughs> for 12 hours. Yeah. I don't know, man. Especially, I've been doing a lot of thinking after watching Don't Look Up. I don't know. Like, it's just, ah, we live in crazy times. Yeah, Don't Look Up. It was really good. I liked it a lot. I did, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if I'm lying in bed thinking and processing the movie after I watch it. It's good. Yeah, that's actually a good good judge for a movie, like, thinking about it after the fact. And I usually, I always, like, people go, how do you like that movie? And I go, well, it's usually pretty good if I don't have an answer for you right away. Yeah. I'm like, oh, how good was it? The funny thing about that movie that I was thinking about, and I was just talking about this last night, um, is like sometimes I think, you know, because there are a lot of fucked up people in the world. But sometimes I think, man, like movies, especially when like their point of it is to like make you feel a certain way about a certain thing, even if that goes against like your thing. Like I always wonder. Do racists watch like 42 and they're like, yeah, keep that N word off the field. Like, Are there are there people who are watching like, you know, fucking remember the Titans and are like separate football teams is the fucking way it should be. Or does like people no. watch that and just go like, yeah, man, fucking Jackie Robinson. Great, dude. And then just go back to being racist in real life. And then, that, so- or they don't watch it. Right. So then my question was like, I wonder how many people watch Don't Look Up and like that voted, say, for Trump and then like think the president character is an idiot and Jonah Hill's character is an idiot. But then are like, this isn't even about me. Well, or or are those people just not even watching it because they're like, oh, it's just a liberal fucking fuck. All right. Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, I didn't even take it that way. Obviously, you know, you could say that the Meryl Streep character is very female Trump, Donald Trump, very Trumpian for sure. Yeah. But I also think to me, the bigger picture is that they are highlighting the or Adam McKay is highlighting the political divide in our country and also the divide against science and facts, which goes beyond COVID and the climate change, climate change. Yeah. like like those are all but it, like it, it's a broad spectrum like to me it's it's so poignant like the title obviously you don't realize and i know we're doing spoilers right now but but you don't see that until they're literally telling people not to look up which is fucking crazy but it's also true of like the times we live in um but like but like like you can even see that though with the vaccine like the amount of people on the left that were so against it simply because Trump said it was it was here and then they did a 180. There's literally compilations of that. So like it, to me, I, I think that's the bigger picture I, I see from it of people not wanting to look at science and just science in general. Yeah. Um. But yeah, obviously, obviously her character is very Trumpian and with her son being the chief of staff, a la like a like a Jared Kushner type of person. Um, but I thought it was really good. But like for me, that's that's the bigger picture of the movie. But then also, oh, yes. Yeah. But then there's a lot of little things in the movie, the media, the social media. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Like the people's obsession with celebrities all the things but you know the thing that i was just thinking that i watch it is like 
most people, you know, the media is one thing or pop stars are one thing. It's like, okay, but you're not relating to that. But like, there's all, there is also an attack on sort of the, the, the right wing. That's like, bah, 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 and then like, she fucking lied to us. And I'm, I just wonder how many people watch that and are like, like, do they watch it or do they just not even fucking watch it? I think probably the latter. Yeah, I think a lot of people wouldn't watch it. But I also think for me. Beyond all that stuff, like I was sitting there thinking in bed, like, what would I do if I knew the world was coming to an end? Like, like, obviously, I'm giving away the whole movie, but like, I don't want to give away the end. But, you know, what I'm saying like, what would I do? Would I'd, I be- I'd, I'd feel like I'd be hit with a sense of overwhelming relief. Would I be at peace? I feel like finally. Would I be the orgy on top of the building? Yeah. Did I rewind that scene a few times? Yes. Did I wish I could zoom in, see what exactly what was going on? Maybe. I just gave away the whole movie, by the way. The whole movie. No, I mean, the whole... It, it's fine. I thought it was a good movie. Me too. We got to finish these picks. I got Eddie F walking in the door any minute now. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Panthers at Saints. Saints are six and a half point favorites. Who's first on this? I picked the Cardinals and you joined me. Um, what's the, what's the spread? Six and a half. The Saints are favored by six and a half. Why is it so big? I mean, we all saw what Ian Book played quarterback last week. I don't know who's playing this week. Yeah. I think so. Hill and Simeon were both on the COVID list December 23rd. I assume they'll be back. Dude, yeah, like I already know my pick. Saints have a great defense, by the way. I'm going to go with the Panthers. Yeah, me too. Fuck! What? What was it? What was that? What was that? Saints have ah, a great defense. So, I, I hey, want to hey. take the Saints. I only took the Saints. I only took the Panthers because I thought you were taking the Saints. Then take the Saints. I'll take the Saints. Okay, that's fine. I'm taking uh, the Panthers. Okay, great. Let's go. Fuck yeah. I hate it. This was the Ruther auto fade. I tried to read you. What the fuck? What are you playing? Little fucking games? You're saying so great. You play games with me all the time. I can play games back. Are are we okay with that? Yeah, that's fine with me. I'm taking the Panthers. You take the Saints. Okay, let's go. All right. Lions are seven and a half point underdogs in Seattle. Jesus. This is another. I hate this game. Seattle sucks, man. Let Russ. I don't know what at this point. I'm going to go with Seattle as much as I don't want to. Okay. I'm going with Seattle as well. I was, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, change it, even though I should have picked first there. I'm not going to change oh, it. Oh, wow. This spread. Holy cow. It's jumped six and a half points. The Packers are 13 and a half point favorites now against the Vikings. It was seven before Kirk Cousins was put on the COVID list. So now it's 13 and a half. It's jumped six and a half. Sean Mannion will be starting. Fun fact for you before you make your pick. The Packers were 11 and 0 against the spread this year, Joe, until the last two weeks. So still, they're overall 11 and 2 against the spread. Right. Okay. Actually, that doesn't make sense because they played more games than that. But I just, maybe that was, oh, you know what that probably was? It's probably games Aaron Rodgers just started. Who fucking right. knows? I could okay. be wrong. Maybe I just made something up. I don't know. All right. For the sake of legitimacy 
And for the sake of us doing this right, I know you just gave me an up. You gave me an out on Saints Panthers. Okay. I picked that first. I was supposed to pick that first. You jumped the gun. You picked Seattle, even though I was, even though, oh no, that, that was right. You were supposed yeah. to pick that first, yeah. right? Okay. So it's, so it's back to me. Yeah. Okay. I'm taking the Packers to cover. Yeah, me too. When Sean Mannion's the quarterback. All right. Man. What's with what? the unvaccinated Jesus freaks getting COVID? Well, last up, we have the Browns, which could be coming to Pittsburgh, which could be Ben Roethlisberger's last game at home. Steelers are three and a half point dogs. Interesting game here. So, so quick thing to note, if the Bengals lose to the Chiefs, now that these are three Fs, if the Bengals lose to the Chiefs and the Ravens lose to the Rams and the Browns win, that sets up the final game of the year, which is crazy will decide the division in the AFC North in Cleveland against the Browns or Browns Bengals. And if and if the Bengals lose to the Chiefs, yes. It, is anybody besides the Browns alive? The Ravens are still alive. Pittsburgh's not alive. I think they technically are. It's a crazy division. Well, it's your it's your pick first. Is this the last game? Yes. It's three is and this, a half. Is this here, Sunday here, night football or Monday night football? It's Monday There's night no, football. It's Monday night. There is a Monday night game. Sunday okay. night is Vikings Packers. Okay. Uh, that half point. Don't like it. Pittsburgh will keep it close. I'm going to go Steelers. I'm also going with the Steelers. But okay. how great would that be, though, for, for dirty sports, for the state of Ohio? If the Ravens lose, the Bengals lose, and the Browns win. Week 18 for the division on the line, Browns, Bengals, and Cleveland. Tell me that wouldn't make for great football. Right that there. would make for great. That would make for a great Randy Ruther, Andy Ruther storyline. It would. So if my calculations are correct, we just have New York, KC, Chargers, New Orleans, Tennessee as different picks. So five, I like five. Hoping to go four and one there. Hoping to go four and one. Make up three games. We only have five different. You sure? That's what I have. I have New York Giants, Kansas City Chiefs, Chargers, Saints, Titans. Okay. Yeah, that's probably right. I hate the Giants pick. <laughs> but let's go. We're trying to go four and one and pick up three games and close it to a one point deficit for week 18. All right. Well, those are the picks. And again, it is New Year's Eve. You got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. We're going to keep this a little short. Hotline will be available. We will play calls next week. 310-359-8365. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to second say one more thing. I really like my process this week. I will make you guys all aware of the process after this happens. Uh, this is a good week to, to back some Prano bets. Um, not necessarily the bets that are anti Ruther. Some of the picks that we have the same are uh, good as well. I'm going to be betting heavy this week. This, this week has looked favorable with how my process works. So uh, if you want to know some locks, you can get in the DMS. Um, thank you. The dirt balls for coming out to shows. Jacob faith was out at the show last night. First time ever meeting the Jacob faith. Wow. 
Still, Dirty sports legend. Still remnants of a tattoo on his ass. I didn't see it, but he says it's going to take a couple more tattoo removals for it to be gone. Uh, Wars wearing a Mets hat. First time ever meeting. Did I say that already? I think I did. Yes. Famous Earl's Wine Bar, Western Conference hockey correspondent. Shout out to all the dirt balls who came out to the show. Uh, hopefully see you some more of you guys this week. And in Phoenix at House of Comedy, where for the rest of the weekend, I'll be opening for Eddie F. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, one show Sunday. I have other shows coming up in California. I think I talked about uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest, which I will now not be participating in because it has been canceled or I should say postponed due to COVID. So if you're planning on coming to that, that is now off my schedule, as is the show I was supposed to do in Santa Cruz. No longer making a trip to the Bay Area in a few weeks. I will be opening for Eddie Ift uh, for his album taping January 22nd, the Irvine Improv. And I have some shows in and around Los Angeles and San Diego and elsewhere. So check out my website, joeprano.com forward slash shows. If you want my calendar, follow me on all social media at Joe Prano, except for Twitter at fix your life. Okie dokie. That is our show. 2021 almost over. Let's make it to 2022. Much thank you to everyone who has listened to the show through all these years. Be smart. Be safe on this New Year's Eve. That's the lesson that old old man over here is going to give you. John, may, may, may John Madden and Betty White get together and slow dance in heaven. That's right. Boom. You guys have a great weekend and a great start to, to your new year. And as always, stay dirty. <laughs>